Hi everybody, welcome to the 20th, I want to call this the 20th episode of Revving the Word. Can you believe it? It feels like we it feels like we just started this and yet it feels like we've been doing it quite a, a long time, maybe because it's changing me. I feel like I'm a completely, even for me, I feel like I'm a different um, mom and wife and leader than I was 20 episodes ago. <laughs> so it's funny how when God does a work, it is quick and it goes deep. So you think, wow, I don't feel the same. And I hope that's for you too. We are going to move the word. That's what we've been doing for 20 episodes. I love hearing stories of how people are, how they're revving the word. Yeah, you can be right now just with the intention of working out, but I've heard great stories. Uh, one woman emailed us and said that, or I was on Facebook saying she uh, mowed her lawn to two episodes. <laughs> and I love that vision. Like that is going out and just doing whatever it is we're going to do to the glory of God. Mow your lawn, clean your dishes, go to work, uh, work out, whatever it is. Um, I do think there's something powerful that you're moving your body as you're hearing the word. Uh, I love going to church on Sunday. We love worship. Um, and I think this is a different, this is a, a mysterious place where we're still worshiping while we're in the word. I love that Jesus says to the woman at the well that a time will come when my people will worship me in spirit and in truth. And I feel that's exactly what this what revving the word is about. The spirit is moving you. You're compelled to be moving um, and uh, like actually engaging your body in some physical realm. I mean, again, you could be just cleaning your house, dusting, doing laundry. But I want you to see yourself as a good worker, like a good worker every day. We're like farmers going out and sowing seeds. Every seed you do, every seed you sow matters and it's beautiful to God. Uh, I, I need to remind myself of that the next time I'm folding clothes because there's nothing about folding clothes that feels holy. <laughs> but he loves order and a home and providing places for people to rest. And So yeah, everything you're doing, it is building up the word in you. Today's workout is going to be an endurance workout. I like to try and balance these out. So I'm not going to tell you what to be doing, at what time to be doing it, and for what intensity. You get to just do you. And if you feel drawn by the Spirit to do like a 30-second push or whatever, of course, do that. Go ahead. But listen, I need you to check your pride at the door. If some of you are like, oh man, today is my day that I'm supposed to do. Well, then maybe go listen to an interval of the word or... Maybe you just like take yourself off the hook. I think God, I've known him enough to know he really likes to interrupt my plan, <laughs> especially when it comes to fitness, because fitness and our physical bodies are something that we can take a hold of and start to feel in control of because we feel so out of control. And I want you to embrace feeling out of control. Like I want you to be okay. That if there's a storm around you, you you, child of God, you, you do two postures. You either sleep in the boat, take a nap, rest, rest in the boat like Jesus did. Or he's outside of the boat standing on water and beckoning you to go ahead and come. Come on out. Walk on the waves where you think you won't make it. So that is your posture. You do not have to push. You do not have to pull. Just enter and see what the Spirit calls you into. Okay. We are going to be revving probably the, well, every word is heavy and true, but this one's heavy today. This one's heavy. If you've done the Declarations podcast on fruitfulness and declaring fruitfulness, uh, we literally are going to be stuck for the whole time talking about love. I know it seems common, but I'm telling you, there's much for us to learn here, okay? So we'll be in 1 Corinthians 13. All right, so get ready to go. Find a pace that feels good to you and just hold it and be ready to <clears throat> hear from God who wants to speak to you today. All right, we get the music going in 3, 2, 1, play.
your feet just moving lightly, ease with ease. Take a deep breath, inhale with an exhale. Ha, ha. Hmm. So Father God, we love you. We're so grateful. Thank you that you are, thank you that you called us by name. Thank you that you gave us a name. Thank you that you said, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. We're so known by you, God, and grateful for that. I would ask Father now, we need your wisdom, your revelation of your word in us, God. We don't want to leave here the same. Change us by your word. Speak to us. We won't be the same. Be fully God here. In Jesus' name, amen. So whatever you're doing, do it with joy. If you've got a have-to attitude, just shake it off right now. Shake it off. You get to change your mind. And it comes by renewing your mind. And now, this is not, this is no ordinary day. This day he prepared for me and a body he gave me today. I'm perfectly imperfect for today. And the truth is, he sees you as perfect, but we feel our imperfections. Those imperfections are there for us to keep going to him, to say, God, I need your help here, because if I'm not careful, I'll just focus on what's wrong with me or them or the situation. And then he perfects us, he completes it. All right, so here we go. 1 Corinthians 13, let's just all pretend we're at the wedding right now, because if you've been to any wedding, you've heard this, but it's time for us to have our, your wedding day in your heart, fresh, renew your covenant today with God. Hear his word spoken over you as a promise to you of who he is. God is love, amen? Three short words in scripture that we say, thank you, God, that you are love. I'm going to start in verse 1, 13.1. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I'm a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. And if I have a prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its way. It is not irritable or resentful. Uh-oh. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. All right, I just sat a big plate of goodness there before you. We're going to spend the next, well, 35, 40 minutes unpacking it, getting it down into the marrow of our bones. Lord, do that with your word. Holy Spirit, change us with your word. We want to know, we want to know you. We want to be changed by knowing you. So the first thing that Paul's getting after is how easy it is 
for us to be noisy nothings with nothing. <laughs> so it's, let's confess that it's pretty easy for us to want God to give us his stuff the ability to prophesy or the gift of wisdom or knowledge or faith or healing or even the gift of tongues because we want his stuff something about that makes us feel like we'll be more spiritual if God would just give me that promotion if he'd you know, he would just point me out as the gift that I am. Then I'll love him. You guys, I know this to be true. I work with a lot of, uh, not only do I work with, but for whatever reason in my life, I'm I've known a lot of and been related to and it kind of probably generational curses that I cast off in Jesus name that I've struggled with addiction substance for sure and in the name of Jesus they'll suffer their addiction but They'll make these bargains with God, God. Even in this sobriety, say, okay, God, I'm sober now. So would you now promote me? <laughs> Look at me. God, are you gonna reward me yet? And they start getting God to do what they wanted to do because that's the only way they're convinced that they can stay free. And I say this all the time, you guys, God loves us too much as a good father to give us what we ask for. If it's gonna compromise what we need So Paul, in chapter 12, is talking about all the gifts of the Spirit. He says, hey, seek those things. Yeah, get after those. But if you get any of that, and you don't have a base, foundational, bedrock, I've been rocked to the core understanding that God loves me, he loves me, he loves me, he loves me. <laughs> there is no he loves me not until that becomes the thing, our motive, our reasons that we want to do what God's doing and say what God's saying and think what God's thinking. And Paul's warning us. You can do all those. You might get that gift, but if you don't have love, if love isn't the motive, we're just a noisy nothing that has nothing to offer. Or what I do offer, it's so limited. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna run out and then I'm gonna be resentful that I gave away what I had. Because orphans, orphan spirits, they always have a scarcity mentality. They, they, they function under that law of give and take. They hold ledgers and accounts. They count their pennies. But not for the children of God. We're heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. Giving up our former slave life and being adopted 
as sons and daughters. That's Romans 8. So that's the setup. Before he even talks about love, he gets after the truth that some of us just desire our needs or our, our wants to be met when our needs are unmet and God just, he, he'll only go so far. You guys know if you're a parent and your kid starts to cry and you know, you know it's not that they're hungry or that their diaper's dirty. You know they're just tired and they need a nap. Do you feed them? <laughs> you know, they'll say it's a toddler and they're screaming because I, I, I think a lot of us are toddler mentality. You know, infants, I, I love the Lord. In our infant stage of our faith, God just takes care of us. But when we start growing up and our own personal will starts to show up like toddlers, that's when God steps into the picture and goes, okay now, okay. I wanna soothe your ache with my love because you're not really hungry. You're just tired. You're worn out. You're depleted. So rest. Rest in me. All right. Verse four. So just right now, before we do verse four, just say, I'm tired of being a noisy gong right now, in Jesus' name, I'm gonna cease clanging about. I need his love. I need love. I need to remember how much I'm already loved. He's not gonna love me more for doing anything more. I'm loved, I'm loved, I'm loved because I'm loved. All right, now, let's learn about our Father's love. <laughs> this is where it's time for us to learn. Show us, God, so we use our gifts right. Love is patient and kind. Say that. Love is patient and kind. If you did the fruit of the Spirit, declaration, we're revving the word. You declared that you love because God loves you. You were first loved by Him. And now it's just your joy to reciprocate it to the world. And people, wonder about your love because of how you can love. In other words, you love in hard places. You love hard people. <laughs> your love was made strong. You were made for hard and holy things. And your love because God's love is patient and kind, so is yours. Patient. Not wanting anyone to perish. God's love is patient and kind, as is ours. Ha, come on. Pick up your feet, pick them up. Love is patient, love is kind. 
That's what you received from him. He's been so patient with you. He continues to be long-suffering. He is not turning back. He's not changing his mind on you. Come on. The word kindness means to be of a long spirit, not to lose heart. Don't fall for that. Come on, you're way too sober. You're way too awake. You're way too fit. To fall short. You have what it takes. You have his spirit in you, with you, moving through you. Say love takeover. Love takeover. To be of long spirit. Look at you, right? Endurance day. Everyone say out loud. Satan, I'm not backing down. I'm not backing down. I'm gonna persevere patiently and bravely, I will bravely endure my misfortunes and troubles. I will not believe my life is defined by my circumstances. God uses every circumstance you've been set up. In every circumstance, you're being set up. to know his love and to become his love. Because remember, in the end, this is about him being known on earth through us. So you will be patient in bearing the offense of others, the injuries of others, going to be mild and slow in avenging because that's who God is slow to punish I'll be honest with you guys this one patience <laughs> oh man Urgh. I think this falls in the fitness category if you're drawn to fitness, it's because you desire, you like change. You like taking ordinary and making it extraordinary. You don't mind paying the price. You don't mind it. Because you always get some sort of payoff, right? So you've learned, it's all right, I'll pay the price because I know I'm gonna get paid back. And that's a beautiful design of exerting ourselves, of working against our discomfort. We always gain. But what if you keep showing up and doing the thing that you know is right to do, but you don't see any change? Yeah. <laughs> Laughter. Patience. He makes his promise to us that if he said it, he'll do it. Galatians 5, 25 in the message version. If he said it, he'll do it. So whatever course you're on, if you know that God set it in motion, and listen, sometimes you know he did, you're like, well, I'm not sure. Well, he didn't stop you, right? If you yielded your heart, 
prayed, because sometimes he's not really clear to me, right? So I just pray, God, I want to honor you here, and I feel like I'm supposed to say yes, but if I'm supposed to say no, I need you to shut it down. I need you to be idiot-proof with me, God, Dad. And he will. But sometimes he's silent. And I really believe he says, go ahead, make a decision. Go ahead, choose. I'm behind you, I'm with you. And we can choose either path. And he will bless us with his favor. So just because things aren't going the way you thought they were, or they're not changing as fast as you thought, doesn't mean you missed it. Just because you said no to that promotion, thinking, I think God has something better, and you haven't seen better yet, press on. He's got it. He's got it. He's in charge. You get to choose. I love it. I think Chris Valentin says, like, he's like the, the uh, eternal GPS. You take, a, you take a turn, he reroutes. <laughs> He'll just reroute, recalculating to get you back. If you took a wrong turn, he's gonna get you back in the shortest path as possible. Or maybe, you know, sometimes the GPS fails us, or we think it failed us. Maybe that was intentional. You needed to see something down that road. Love is patient and kind, so think about that. That's why, no matter what, he's kind to us. Patience is the posture of your heart. And kindness is what you do. Kindness. And listen, this verse 13, or chapter 13, it tells us a little bit more of what God love isn't and a fewer things of what love is because I feel like love is really simple it's patient and it's kind that's why it can bear all things and believe all things and hope all things and endure all things it comes back to the fact that it's patient and kind and that it never ends right back to patient Patient and kind. Patience is not easy, friends. It's not easy. Patience will come against your flesh. So your flesh is gonna go, you know what we can do? There's a shortcut. Or your flesh will try to say to you, do you, you know what they just did to you? You should, you should really get payback for that. <laughs> the flesh is not long-suffering. It's not. That's why Jesus says, your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. And the disciples fall asleep. Of course, they're like, we'll, we'll watch, God. We'll watch. I believe they meant that in their hearts. I'm with you. I'm not going anywhere. Right? Our spirits, they're so long suffering, but our flesh. So take no shortcuts, friends. Love is patient. God does not take shortcuts with you, He doesn't give you second best. It's all or nothing with Him. It really is. Well, it's available to you. All. 
I always say, if God's putting something on the table for me, the table of his love feast, right? Because every day it's a banquet. I show up. What you got cooking today, Dad? And if there's something on the table that I've never tasted before or tried before, my flesh recoils. <laughs> my flesh will go, oh, I don't know. Especially if it doesn't appeal to my pleasure senses. Because right? we don't eat food just because we're hungry. We look at the texture, the proximity to us, how close is it to my hands, how appealing is it to my eyes. But when he puts something new on the table, I'm like, wait a minute, what's this? And I begin to question, I don't think he loved me. That doesn't look good. Boy, that seems a little out of my reach, God. That's over, I think that's over there in front of Susie. I think that that thing is for Susie. <laughs> and if it's on his table, it's for any of his kids to take. Will I take it? And I've made my resolutions that if there's anything you're offering, anything you're putting on the table, I'll take it, I'll take it. Because you're just too good. Even when I think you're giving me, you're tricking me or you're testing me, you keep proving yourself good. Because you're so kind. You know in Ephesians 5 when it says, parents don't exacerbate your kids. It means be kind to them. Don't tease them. Because that's who our God is. Everything he does is sincerely from a heart of love. Love is patient and kind. I'm gonna go quiet as I tell you what it's not. It does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrong, but rejoices with the truth. So get with him on a love that is patient and kind. And it always lines up with being patient and kind. Love is patient 
and kind. Hey, you guys. Honestly, I heard him just say, as people that want to be active with the Word of God, this is it. Love. Love, love, love. Always err on the side of love. When you do something, do it from a motive of love. For love, from love, because of love. And you're going to need to be patient because it's who I am, God says. <laughs> and patience is in line with faithfulness. People that are faithful, people that see, see it all the way through, they, they get patient. That's what I'm telling you. Patience was a hard thing for me. My orphan mentality. I didn't trust things if I didn't see them happening quickly, which again, which is why I loved helping people in fitness because it felt like, hey, at least we can see something happen here. And, and God does love to pay us off that way. Like, he is a rewarder of those who seek him. If you do the better thing, he'll reward. But see, for us, we're always, we're never satisfied. We go, well, now a little bit more, God. Another pound this week. Another kind word this week, God, from somebody. God, I need more, I need more. And our impatience clashes and collides with our orphan spirit. And that thing will get us packing our bags and heading our own way pretty quick. But patience, So I asked that I asked the Lord, Lord, why don't why don't we see more faith on the earth today? How come? We have a lot of professing believers, but we're not seeing transformation. We're seeing a lot of sin and behavior management. We're not seeing a lot of transformational freedom. Contagious crazy what the heck happened to them freedom and he said it's because because people don't see it through they don't see it through they don't endure they're not willing to be long suffering I'm competing with the world wide web I'm competing with all these worldly answers and solutions when I am the way I am the truth I am the life. Oh, if my people knew me, how love, how much I love, how I'm not changing my mind. I'm committed to people, even if they're not committed to me. I'm faithful when they're faithless. I'm patient. And I'm kind. If we were kind, Listen, you want to lose weight? You want to change your circumstances? Let your motive be love. And may every action you take be kind. Kind to you. Kind to your body. Be kind. Don't self-sabotage. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. Kindness is His kind. His kind of kids are kind. Be kind. Be imitators of God. Be kind. The word kind means to show yourself useful. Show yourself useful. This is what Paul can say. If I, if I claim to be a Christian but I do not love, I'm not useful. If I claim to follow Jesus, 
but I'm not patient. I'm nothing. If I'm gifted and all these talents that God's given me, but I'm not kind, humble, bowing, bowing to one another in humility and compassion and kindness, I'm not useful. Come on, get with them. Uh-huh. Love is patient, love is kind. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. Look how heavy love is. Look how strong love is. It bears all things. Meaning, you're not gonna break me. You're not gonna break me. It believes all things. Meaning no matter what you tell me, no matter how bad the news is, I know my God is greater. I will not be afraid. You may not steal my faith with your fear tactic. I believe, I believe, I believe in his compassion, his patience, his kindness. He has not forgotten me. He's not forgotten you. Love hopes all things. <laughs> it hopes all things. This is why people will think your love is peculiar, that you can still have hope when all your hopes on earthly terms seem dashed. The love of God it refuses to lay down hope. Hope. Love is kind, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. All. It's all or nothing. Get in the boat. Love never ends. <laughs> Love never ends. This thing isn't going to go away. God isn't going to change his mind about this. It's already set in motion.
Love is patient. Love is kind. Love believes all things, bears all things, endures all things, hopes all things. It never ends. So stay on the path. It's a long path in the same direction towards your king, your father. So good, everyone. Go ahead and begin to pull back and unwind. It's funny, I think I've overcomplicated this chapter. I think because I've heard it so often, you know, different weddings. And... But it's really simple, but what love is. There's a lot of talk with Paul kind of setting things up and finishing and wrapping things up. But in the end, friends, your love is patient and your love is kind. And I'm telling you, I know it's going to rub up against you. It's supposed to. He's transforming you by love. You are transformed by love. And it's supposed to rub up against all your unbelief, all your dis-ease, disease of the heart, all your spiritual disease, your emotional disease, your mental disease, disorders. It's going to rub up against that. Celebrate it. You're being changed. You're being refined. You're being strengthened and increased. Confess your unbelief. Confess your envy. Confess your boasting. Confess your arrogance. Confess your rudeness. Confess that you really want your own way. Confess that you're irritable. You're easily resentful. Just confess it. Confess that you really like payback. You want people to pay. You want justice when what you really need is peace. You're seeking justice when what you really need is peace. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things. And I love this verse seven. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Can you feel that? It's a rhythm. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Uh, 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 uh. It's just a rhythm. And do you notice where they all go in the same direction? All things, all things. Believe it, bear it, endure it, and hope in it. That's powerful right there. That's the rhythm of the kingdom. It's always building, believing, enduring and hoping that's why you can't go far in your day without feeling pushed up against you should it means you're training <laughs> don't be fooled into wanting to become a comfortable christian it's not a sideline spectator sport you got to get in you're going to get hit you're going to get knocked down you're going to get disoriented you're going to want to punch someone in the face but you're going to keep your hands to yourself And when you don't, you're going to forgive, get forgiveness. God is merciful. Mercy for what you did. Grace for what you will do. Because love never ends. So there's always a second, third, fourth, millionth, zillionth try again and again. Don't give up. Don't you give up now. You've come too far. Love never ends. Paul goes on to say, all these things will pass away. Prophecies, tongues, knowledge, teaching. All of that is going to cease one day because we will see him face to face. I won't need to prophesy. I won't need to teach. I won't need to exhort. I won't need those gifts. But I will need love. I want to walk into the kingdom. More of who I was meant to be. And completed in love. So thank you, friends, God. We just thank you, God, for loving us with this type of love. Oh, man, we're just too small for it, God. And we're just over, we're crushed by it sometimes, God, in its weightiness and in its goodness. 
Lord, I pray that you would put a new spirit in each person here, that they are made for this kind of love. It will change us, cause us to die to ourselves, God, but you're worth living for. Lord, we ask for a work of the Spirit. We ask that there's anything on your side of heaven to do for us, to enable us, to equip us, to strengthen us, Lord, that we can ride in someone else's draft. Then we ask you to get us in line. We thank you that you've already broken through all of this and it's already for us today. If we just sit under your waterfall. So we come today to be cleansed and renewed and refreshed and invigorated by your love. May we go out now, God, and give as much away as possible, returning for more, knowing that we'll never run out, because you never will. Your love never quits. In Jesus' name, amen. Teach me to be humble, call me from the grave, show me how to walk with you upon the waves and